It's time to clip your last good piece and dig in, because the runout starts now. Today's show is brought to you by Outdoor Research. It's New Year's resolution time, and let's face it. Climbers all make the same basic resolution, climb more this year. And whether that means training more, better time management, or simply ignoring non-climbing friends and family more resolutely, Outdoor Research wants to help you pull through your promises with the best outdoor apparel that money can buy. Any layer on the list, from base to shell, OR will have the perfect item. Whether you're hanging it out there in the mountains or hanging on the end of the rope staring at your tips and wondering when the burning will stop. Speaking of which, OR is the leader in the techiest, warmest gloves in the world to help make the screaming barfies up to 90% less barfy. So resolve to support the runout in 2020 and check out the gloves and more at OutdoorResearch.com or your favorite local shop. This idea of setting resolutions at this time of year is such a peculiar ritual. For most climbers, myself included, the idea of focusing on self-improvement, particularly when it comes to making gains and ticking that next proj, is actually a year-round obsession. Still, it's easy to imagine what most climbers have scribbled down this week in their little black books, their little training logs tucked underneath their pillows each night, filled with promises of low-glycemic diets, and regimented campus sports sessions that will almost certainly become pizza binges and surfing the moonboard channel on your phone. I've dabbled in setting all kinds of resolutions around work, health, fitness, climbing, love, and detachment. I've even dabbled in anti-resolutions, just having no goals at all. That was one of my most aimless and least productive years yet, so I don't necessarily recommend that approach. By the time this episode releases in mid-January, you, if you are anything like most people, will have already failed in your New Year's resolutions. 80% of resolution setters don't make it to February. It's hard not to be cynical about this, let alone everything else in 2020. But that's the goal, at least for me. This is Andrew Bisharat, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Chris Kalous, and you're listening to The Runout. To kick off the new year, Chris and I got together to take stock of our little podcast project, analyze what's working and what's not, and just enjoy an evening chat. It's an informal episode, but that sort of seems to be one of the surprising joys of this format of conversation and entertainment. And on that note, I have to say that the responses we've received from listeners has been truly encouraging, to put it mildly. So sincere thanks to everyone who's been an early adopter of the runout. Looking forward to kicking this thing up a notch this year and making it one of the best ones yet. Happy New Year, Chris. Happy New Year to you. It's the uh, the second, right? Today's the second, isn't it? Today's the second. Yeah, but we spent uh, New Year's Eve together. Crazy party. Crazy, crazy party. People throwing up. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally ended... (laughs) The party ended with, with somebody puking all over the couch, actually. <laughs> That's how rager it was at 7 o'clock. We didn't get anywhere near midnight. Someone barfed on the couch, and that's a true story. True story. Yeah. That person happened to be my son. <laughs> <laughs> 
who's three and a half years old, was not drinking, but apparently had an upset stomach and booted all over the couch. So. We weren't sure whether it was a viral thing or what was going on, but um, shortly after you left, the entire house is bleached down. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's what happens when you have when you have little kids and little little kid Bree. She's in the room, yeah. so yeah. So if it's some sort of norovirus or something, yeah, the room cleared. <laughs> you know, I I put like sixteen different cleaning products on your couch. I felt terrible, and uh, yeah, so that was the end of the party. Yeah, <laughs> happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so we're in the new year. New year resolutions is is a thing. And mm-hmm. uh, I think climbers kind of tend to have the same one. A lot of them do. You know, I want to climb harder. I want to like try harder. I want to be the next Adam Andrea. Yeah. Or, or you know, or, or a specific goal. Like I want to do a cap this year. Or, right. You know, th- those kind of things. But I think it's a funny thing because it's like I make that resolution weekly. You know, it hasn't yeah. have to be the 31st of December for me to like wake up and be just like, today is the day that I become a more, you know, dedicated to my training program or, or okay, tomorrow's the day or whatever right. it happens to be. So, well, there's so much inspiration out there too. Every day you wake up, you're bombarded with aphorisms on Instagram and social media from every guru across the board who's encouraging you to be a better person and only they know how to tell you how to do that. And it's kind of, it's it's kind of fun. I'm just like thinking about this now, but we're a bit oversaturated in, in that world of, of resolutions 24 seven. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. So you did tell me that you had a pretty specific new year's resolution pertaining to climbing in a way in this podcast in a way. Uh, so let's start by talking about that. <laughs> tell us about this resolution. Bear your soul yes. for us right now. Um, yeah, I don't know where this came from, but this was kind of, I guess it wasn't even really an intentional resolution per se, but it was something that I kind of just happened to be thinking about at this time of the new year. That I thought I might want to make a, introduce a change into my life in this way. You know, so I guess the preface is, is that I have all, all kinds of friends in the climbing world who are doing all kinds of really cool stuff from writing books and putting out YouTube videos. And of course, like everyone has a podcast now and, you know, writing interesting things. And didn't Joe just start sort of a a brand climbing company? Yeah, my good friend Joe Kinder just started a a t-shirt brand, a fashion brand. And yeah, so I I have a bunch of friends who are doing cool stuff in the climbing world. And I've kind of been in the space of being a little bit burnt out on all things climbing. It feels like it's going on a decade at this point for me. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to, I, I think I just need to change that a little bit, you know, and I, I just, and I think that part of that change is just actually watching, listening to, and reading all the things my friends are doing. And so that that's like, simply put, that's my resolution, I guess, is to ingest as much climbing media Ooh. as I can particularly from, you know, people who, you know, I know and respect and love. Right. So I'll finally start listening to the Enorma cast soon. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, tell me, tell me about a little bit about the roots of what you think the, you know, you just said it was a, going on a decade. What do you, what do Why you think? I'm the, burnt out. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what do you think? Like I'm burnt the, out. From, I'm burnt out on climbing because I, it's my, 
passion. It's my career. It's it's what I've been doing as a writer for fifteen years. Right. Um, and I think uh, you know, once I left Rock and Ice, that was kind of the start. I, that was kind of really like the culmination or like the apogee of my burnt out phase and mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of tapered a bit since I've left the magazine but I was super burnt out about all climbing media at that time and just you know seeing everyone's like story ideas and photos and trip reports and spray and it's all coming at you 24/7 in a way that's in some ways and just, you know, kind of like selling the experience as something bigger than it actually is. And I think that that's probably the root cause of the right. feelings of burnt out on all climbing media things. I mean, you had a real behind the scenes look at it all too, yeah. like warts and all kind of a, a kind of a view as well. It's warts and all, but it, it, it the, you know, it's like the few bad apples create the cynicism and then you see cynicism in everything. All so right. even, you know what I mean? Like even someone who's like, Hey, I just like did this cool thing, and you're like, oh, whatever, dude. Like, right. who cares? Yeah. Um, get in line. Get in know? line. Get in line and get the fuck out of my inbox. <laughs> um, but the but yeah, so I've been burnt out for. I left Rock and Ice in 2013, so it's it's been seven years, I guess, which <laughs> oh, is kind of shit. funny. Has it been that long? Is it 2013? Yeah, 2013. All right. Yeah, so seven years. I've been I've been uh, out of the magazine world and. And yeah, and I've been, I, I'm still just kind of had this like lingering feeling of being burnt out. And, okay. Um, and I think probably a big, another big cause of the bur- being burnt out was when I was railroaded for writing something about first female sense on my website and got harangued on social media and kind of bullied and tormented. And mm-hmm. um, I felt like I'd kind of been abandoned by the climbing community you got sort of canceled i got canceled hardcore right yeah and that was like that was a different that was a really tough experience because i felt um i felt abandoned i felt like i'd been betrayed i guess by this community that i felt i had been a part of and could count on for support and there were a lot of people reaching out to me privately saying like this is totally unfair and bullshit what is happening to you but i'm too afraid to come to your defense <laughs> publicly and um oh man yeah and so uh and so yeah so uh, you know i i don't know i think um i'm ready for some changes and and one of those i think is just approaching climbing media in a way that's not so cynical uh and giving things a fair fair chance and and just being open to it because you know i think back to you're never going to like be yourself when you first found climbing, you know, and it's like new and exciting. Sure. And, but I think back to those years and it's so cool to just be so stoked to like get the magazine in the mail or like find it on the news rack somewhere and just read every single word and, you know, download all the latest video bouldering videos from on like Climax Media. <laughs> it was the website at the time. Right. Like all that shit, I I think fondly to that, to those days, and more so to the mentality of being excited about anything that had to do with climbing, right? And um, and so I'm trying to force that mentality, and 
and and just be and, and just actually make time to to like watch these things, read these things, and if they're good, I'll share them too. Right. Yeah. Well, I was really interested to hear this uh, this resolution um, because I mean, you and I have known each other for a long time. We've been doing this project for a little while. Um, we've been on the Enorma Cast together. I've written stuff for you. Dude, uh, I was episode number five. I know you. I know you were number five, Which and I, and like nineteen or so, or twenty, twenty one, or seventeen, yeah. right around when we did the climbing hard one as well. Yeah. Um, but in a lot of ways, like I, I think, and I, and you know, I edit these, so I, I go back and listen to them, and and I hear a little bit of a push and pull uh, between us, as you being the more cynical one. Um, and I don't know, maybe the listeners can can chime in on that. Um, but we'll get to my resolution, whether you're chiming in on it matters or not, but put that aside for a minute. Um, yeah. And so I, I've felt it, but I also think in our relationship as well, um, you've, you've been a source of, of that good and bad. I mean, a lot a of times of the cynicism. Well, and just like telling me what's up. Yeah. And, and when I said behind the scenes, like you've always been this source of kind of like what the story behind the story is for me, um, which I think is a big root cause of of some of my cynicism as well not just from what you've told me but but being enough in the industry to kind of like know what really went on behind the story that you actually heard in the media i'm a cynicism influencer yeah exactly (laughs) and i mean i'm just you know and i've said this on on the enormous cast before it's like you know it's interesting to know what really happen and then what gets polished and put out in the in the promotional video mm-hmm. and basically you know all per, all almost all videos are promotional videos right because there's some sponsor behind them and so um anyway it, it was interesting to hear that resolution and, and i'm happy to hear it because i too think that you know climbing has been such this profound part of your life that i think it'll be a healthy thing um for you to kind of you know, sort of clean your palate in a way and, and look at it with new eyes if you can. Yeah. And I'm hoping it ultimately, I guess I'm hoping it translates to some, you know, motivation and passion for the actual climbing I do as well. Totally. You know, and be just to like talk about resolutions mm-hmm. from like a meta level, you know, the, the more abstract they get and, and so many people's resolutions are like super abstract. Like I want to lose weight. I want to get better. I want to climb harder. Like that doesn't mean anything. Right. Like you can't, it's, uh, you know, the, the uh, principle of what a smack like, like, um, smart, measurable, ac- accurate, countable, so, something like that. It's like the way that you measure goals is like you have a specific number that you're moving toward. Right. Um, or like uh, something that you can measure to like tangibly get your progress your head around your progress. And so people like screw up their resolutions in ways like that, where they don't, they make it abstract and instead of a specific goal. And so I'm hoping that, you know, this shift in mentality will help me like just ha- be more excited about a specific goal in the climbing world as well. So yeah, in terms of your climbing, when you told me this and I was thinking about rifle because everyone who lives here, and I say here, I mean, uh, Carbondale is like an hour from Rifle, whatever, Newcastle, uh, this zone. And, you know, we're locals. And I think this goes for locals everywhere. Is that, yeah, we, we can look at Rifle and we can get into these modes of looking at Rifle like super negatively. It's crowded. 
you know, we've climbed everything we can climb, you know, you can't park there. I mean, all these negative things about it. And yet, you know, not only did we once fucking just walk in there for the first few times and fucking love it. Oh, actually, the first few times I went in there, I hated it. Most people do. But we've learned to love it, you know, and it's also like it's one of the great sport climbing areas of the world, definitely of the United States. But I mean, people travel from all the world to go there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like, when, you, when we go to France, we're just like, oh, the rifle's total choss. But it's it's an amazing place to climb. And yet here we are all like grumped out about it all the fucking time, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of was like, that's part, I think, would be part of a good part of the shift is just to be like, I'm fucking stoked on going there. And yeah, I'm going to have to park where I don't want to park or whatever and put up with the dogs and stuff. But, you know, it's like bringing the less, remembering like the good parts of why you go and freaking rock climb yeah well the tough part about rifle for me is that um climbing on routes that i've already sent and then sucking on them yeah. is like not that fun <laughs> and then just like doing pitches yeah. it's not really what rifle's right, about right, it's right. about like finding a, a project and and getting motivated to do that and um frankly i'm just like not in shape to like do the projects i want to do um and you know, so that I guess you know that's always been like my hope is that that just like manifests itself, and I get psyched and get fit, and just you know go do that. Right. And so I guess I'm I'm taking like a circuitous approach to hopefully getting to that point where you know I'm just trying to bring some more motivation about the sport in like a really non-cynical, open-hearted way. Right. And uh, for you, for me, yeah. yeah. Just, so I'm, I'm just saying that. Yeah. So the listeners who, who love the TNB, <laughs> old TNB Andrew Bisharat, <laughs> and part of this show, like he's not just going full, like so everything's ago, awesome yeah. and you know off with things cool kind of thing <laughs> yet. So don't worry, he's still going to be Andrew Bisharat. I mean, yeah. There's only so much change <laughs> that you can do. That is true. There's a fundamental change. Yeah. yeah so well, uh, you know, again. I kind of suggested this time around that we talk a little bit. It's about the podcast. We, we sort of threw this thing together. Um, the Genesis was just kind of an idea that I had actually to, to counterpoint the Normacast and, in a, you know, create something that was a little bit different, still like well within kind of typical podcast form. I had a whole different idea for it and it just evolved into this. And, um, it was more the, um, the slate podcast yeah your inspiration yeah the slate like uh a, what, what's that called again the hang up and hang up and listen yeah. was the one that was really kind of inspiring me into a climbing format but it just evolved into this so this is quite a bit different but mm. uh point being like we kind of just threw this thing out there we we maybe, just clawed your corpse out of the dirt exactly every step of the way yeah so <laughs> it was like a, your bootstraps a and... little time like to reflect on that since it's the new year was yeah. sort of an interesting idea for me but it's connected to this idea of who you are as a as a media person and what you bring to this and uh you know whether or not this can fit into that resolution the the yeah the i mean out. like this is the time to the time of year you're supposed to just like take a step back and just like reflect on what's working and what's not working and it's good to do that in your personal life and as well as with this podcast right. which um you know i think that we're 
we we can go into the negatives first, which is that we don't talk about the podcast. We hardly promote it. Right. We have like a Facebook page, which like Zuckerberg's algorithm is constantly reminding me that I haven't posted to <laughs> and need to like spend money on exactly. to post to yeah. it. And yeah. um, the, it just the, annoys me yeah. too. Do you get the ad specialist person emailing you? Oh God. This is Jenny at Facebook. No, I've, I've like, I, I have like any Facebook yeah, yeah. emails blocked from right. entering my, like, you know how I feel about Facebook, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so but it's it's uh we've gotten a great response yeah. and um for me as a writer the most amazing part of the response is how positive it is because in the writing world it's so negative or a lot of it can be so heated and negative. And I don't know what that is, but I think You still have scars. I still have scars from yeah. that, yeah. I'm working yeah. through those this yeah. year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. The yeah. Norma cast has just been, you know, just positivity all the way around. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I don't know what it, I think it speaks to the power of the written word mm-hmm. and why it's so amazing. But also, you know, there's blowback that is has an equal, you know, force to it. And um, I don't know what that is, but it's there's something about seeing something in writing that makes it people react on a more emotional and stronger and more visceral level mm-hmm. than hearing us just like sit here and talk in a casual way. Right. You know, we could say something stupid and people would be like, Oh, you know, whatever. They're just drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Which we are. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as say drunk. No. So my resolution around this podcast has to do with trying to be a little bit more uh, professional with the sort of back end of this thing. Um, when we started it, I you know I knew how to put a podcast together. I knew how to put it out, and then what I, of course, am not very good at with my other podcast, and then am even worse at with this is the emailing, the promotion, the you know finding maybe another sponsor, you know, invoicing our actual sponsor and getting money from them, all those sorts of things. Like I just want to do this part and then put it out and be done with it. And so my confession is that. I up to this point, I've barely touched the email. Um, so if all, anyone who's out there emailed and, and wondered why you didn't get a response, well, you know, it's just it overwhelmed me to have another place that I was getting messages from people because it's like, you know, my personal email, my personal Facebook page, my the Enormacast email, the Enormacast Facebook page, the Enormacast Instagram, the Enormacast. You know, it's like you get, <laughs> you've done this where you're like, you remember you got a message from someone, but you don't fucking remember where it was. Yeah, technology's hard. And it's like, was it in a text message? Was it here with it? <laughs> so like adding, what I didn't realize when we started this was adding another one of those was going to break me. Yeah. And so if you emailed me in the last year and a half or how long this has been going and I didn't get back to you, I apologize. I'm going to try to be better, but I'm not going to say that I'm going to, I mean, who fucking keeps up with their inbox? Nobody in the I world. Do. You do? Yeah. Man, you got to teach me. Yeah, there's a few things I can teach you. Okay, good. Yeah, about because technology I, and email and things. Okay, cool. Yeah. One of them would be, yeah, to learn how to use my email server, which you just talked to me before we started yeah. the show. So, But also, like, do we need Facebook? I don't know. Can we just go rogue and no, no social media whatsoever? 
I mean, I, uh, I don't know. The, the trend so far indicates yes, because the listener numbers have gone up. Without us barely touching them, we don't have an Instagram. From zero to more than that. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, whatever we're doing is working so far. Right. Because Um, I, too, would just love to not have the Facebook page. Yeah. And also, I don't want to... don't people just get podcasts now and like it automatically downloads onto your phone? Yeah. Like once you know about it, you then... But it's the people who don't know about it. But how does Facebook help us with that? I don't know maybe we should, maybe we need russian bots yeah i don't know anyway but it just if it does just disappear in the next whatever couple months don't be offended if you're if you followed us on facebook <laughs> because it's just i mean facebook is just like growing more and more insidious by the moment or on the other hand we could just like go full gangbusters on social media this year we could do that too where just, we're just Posting the same thing over and over again to make sure suggestive it, selfies of each other. We could do that. We could start it. We don't even have an Instagram yeah, or run can, out of Instagram. Yeah. Anyway, could be like the Visco guys of podcasting. The who? Visco guy. Yeah, have you seen? <laughs> this is like another level of social media. You don't need to get into. I'm sure. Uh, but that's just basically like a filter, um, or like a a. It's like a photo editing program called Visco. Okay. There's this whole thing called Visco Girls on Instagram that have the same like stylized look. So we could be the Visco guys of podcasting. All right. Well, we'll look into that. I don't even know how to do the stories. (laughs) The Normacast has literally never posted a Instagram story. I don't know what they what they're for. Dude, it's the front. It's the new frontier. It's like the it's the old Snapchat is now the new Instagram. Yeah, but they. I don't know. I, I sorry. And now there's I just TikTok, like posting a which picture. Who knows what that is? The teenagers know what that yeah. is. So, any teenagers out there want to run our social media? Yeah, that would be awesome, actually. Yeah. Anyhow, you'll probably send us an email of volunteering, and then I won't look at it. <laughs> so, thanks for volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's your. Uh, those are your resolutions: is to write more emails. No, to, to no, to read fans. them. No, to read them. Yeah. Oh, not even and to d- respond? D- d- maybe, if they're worth responding to. But <laughs> yeah, I feel bad about it. And that's the problem. And I know everybody has the same problem where it's like you get behind and then you feel guilty and then you don't even want to look at your inbox. And then pretty soon you're just like eating Cheetos and watching reruns of, of <laughs> Sex in the City and it's over. It's like, you're what, who are to you? To not name a specific <laughs> thing that happened to you recently. <laughs> So anyway, that's kind of where, where where I'm at. So hopefully we can uh, we could take this up another level this year. Um, although you know to go into f- sort of listener appreciation, like I was when I kind of looked at the numbers and I hadn't looked at them. I just again you just bang them out, put them out. Hopefully people listen to them. Sometimes you think you put them out and you didn't put them out. But uh, I was really pleased with the numbers. Yeah. Um, in this day and age of podcast saturation that we've we've got the a listenership that we have is totally awesome. Yeah. I think, um, I think going forward, we're going to keep doing more of the same. I think mixing it up with bringing in guests and talking about relevant climbing topics and issues is, is good. And keeping the issue, keeping the uh, episode short ish yeah, is ish. good. Hopefully we'll get a whiskey sponsor or something. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Just pointing out, you know, with your res- resolution over cynicism that, 
um, in the numbers, generally snark wins on our on on our listener count. So this this is uh, crossing into Enormacast territory, but it's it's possible that I could be sabotaging the Taps episode for next year if I just become a a fully open hearted, uncynical, you know. Uh, Angel. Yeah, well, luckily we got one on the books before that happened for this year. But yeah, it's true. And uh, yeah, it could ruin this podcast too. I just, both of us just talk about how fucking wonderful everything is in climbing. Because I think the number one listened to episode was our Off With, uh, what was it called? Uh, um, off With Wars or something like yeah. that? Or I don't know. The one it was where we, supposed to be our call out episode, but yeah. we just ended up talking about Off With. Off Withing and, and mostly negative light. Yeah. I think so. But people loved it. They hate offwits and they love that episode. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> anyway, here's to uh twenty twenty. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh this was just kind of a, a reflective episode and uh we'll have something out more topical uh as soon as we freaking can. Thank you. If you have a comment, topic suggestion, or just a good bit of climbing trivia, join us at our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash runoutpodcast, or drop us a line at our webpage, runoutpodcast.com. <laughs>